Hello, everyone. This is Jenny Whittington, and welcome to Ermia Matters. I am so pleased today to be interviewing Alex Acock with our new student property insurance program that Gallagher is helping to administer. So welcome, Alex. Hi, Jenny. Thank you for having me. Sure. So I love to to start off my interviews with um, folks just giving me a little bit of history, you know, how you got into the insurance world and, and how long you've been with Gallagher. Can you just give us a little bit of history about yourself? Sure. So I've been with Gallagher for about 10 years now. Started with, with Gallagher out of undergrad at University of Georgia. So I'd say I'm one of the rare people who actually sought out a career in the insurance brokerage business out of, out of college. I was in a family that, that had several family members in the business and just always had a lot of respect for what they did. I actually majored in risk management and insurance out of Georgia. Came to Gallagher in the Carolinas to start off with, found my way to Atlanta several years ago. And I've done a little bit of everything here. I'm kind of a, I joke with people, I'm a, a utility infielder, I guess. I've, <laughs> I've worked in a sales capacity. I've, I've worked in kind of more of a technical marketing placement type capacity. And I've also done some service. So th- this is the, the latest iteration of what I, I, I do here. I manage an MGA product for, for Gallagher and the team here that's um, really, really excited about serving Armia and, and your member institution students. Terrific. So it's exciting to talk to somebody with a risk management education. I don't, you know, I, I know they exist in the Ermio world, but but most of our members have, you know, come apart insurance or risk management kind of haphazardly. So that's that's terrific. Were you involved in the in the honor society in, in your campus at all? I was not. No, no. I've, I, I, I wish that I could say I was that smart. The UGA Honors College is a, a little bit above where, where I was. I always joked that I was kind of lucky to get in and made the best of it. <laughs> no problem. My, no my, problem. My, my, my wife, though, is a proud member of the Honors College of Georgia. So <laughs> I've at least got that, got that in my family. Maybe my sons will turn out with some of her brains. Well, and let me let me give a, a shout out to you. Congratulations on on the new baby. Tell us a little bit about about that adventure last week. Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess I owe an apology to you for the, the scheduling <laughs> no. of this. We've we've stopped and started a few times trying to figure out the the best time to to do this recording. We've added another son to the family uh, last week, so I've got a a six day old newborn in our house right now, along with a three year old whose whose daycare is closed. So. We've, we've had a lot of fun with the, the quarantine and, and working from home. And so it's been really great. I mean, we're, we're ad- adjusting to the lack of sleep again and things that you had forgotten about from three years ago. But we're, we're just really grateful that baby's ha- happy and healthy, mom's happy and healthy, and, and we're, we're really excited about it. Well, again, congratulations. And I mean, Thank I you. think every, every parent remembers those early days. And I mean, you sound well rested. You look great. So congratulations on that part. Thank you. I have a very <laughs> gracious wife who knew we had this going on today and was able to give me a little bit extra support last night. So I've gotten to know Alex over the last several months. I was looking in in my email. So it looks like we actually My first response from you was on February 28th. And so Ermia, and let me just give a little bit of history. Our our finance committee a few years back was kind of tasked with coming up with some non-dues revenue for our association. And obviously being in, in the insurance industry, you know, we, we talk about new insurance products that we can offer to our members that are helpful and that could, could possibly 
uh, lead to some revenue for the association. So our finance committee had come up with the idea of creating a RFP for a student property insurance program. So our volunteer task force, which was led by Stacy Kroll, and it also included Courtney Davis Curtis, Chauncey Fagler, Paul Fox, and Colorado Robertson. And then later on, we added a couple of the Ermia staff, Gary Langsdale and Lou Drapeau. So I wanted to give a shout out to all of them for helping uh, develop the RFP. And we we had to adjust it a little bit. And then just based on some feedback from from the, the people that uh, responded to the RFP, but we, we were really happy with the response we got from our affiliate members to the RFP. And in the end, we were happy to award the, the program to Gallagher. And I've gotten to know Alex a lot over the last few months as we've developed the program and brought it online to our site. So Thank you for keeping us all on time during this, this crazy pandemic. We were able to to bring this to the to the members on time as we promised, and it was an ambitious schedule. Actually, when I, when I looked back at it, I mean, we had about thirty days that we we asked quite about quite a bit, you know, to to respond to the proposal and then to develop the program really quickly. So kudos to you and the whole Gallagher team for getting it done. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been. It's been a fun process. You know, we, we've we've joked the putting together the RFP response was one thing. The the development of the site, it's been one of those things where we're kind of stuck in a time warp. We're wondering, that, you know, was, was that a week ago, a month ago? When's the next deliverable due? So we're just excited to be able to have everything propped up uh, on the, the timeline that we were set out for. So for all the Ermia members and others who are listening to us today, it, it is accessible from the Ermia site. We have an insurance menu on our on our website, which kind of lists our three insurance products that we offer now. And you can get to the SPIP from there. And we had we've had a you know a couple previews of the site. Um, and I know we are featuring an article on the an interview with Alex in our Ermia Insights newsletter. So I would encourage all of our members to check that out. But it's a super easy, friendly program. So the staff and I did a little tutorial with Bailey last week. And shout out to Bailey for, for doing that and doing a great job um, introducing us to it. And we asked a lot of, you know, typical questions. A couple of us are parents of college-age children so it looks like a great, great product and a way to protect people. Can we just talk a little bit about the, the options that you get when you go on the website? I mean, what, what would a typical user need to know before they, they looked at the site? Sure. So if a, if a user navigates to the site, they're, they're given a very, very user-friendly process for, for applying, for evaluating options. We have some menu drop-downs. They just need to be able to know obviously what school they go to. So it's easy question number one, what state they're in, easy question number two. It starts to get a little bit more nuanced when they have to figure out, you know, how much personal property do I have with me that I'm looking to insure? That's that's a question that requires a little bit of thought. We do field a fair amount of calls to help help people sort through what that looks like for them, what an appropriate limit would be. But they're, they're given options all the way down from a, a $3,000 limit at the low end up to a $15,000 limit and $1,000 increments. So you can kind of play around with what those look like, get a quote in in real time. And the same with toggling deductibles. We have $25, $50, $100 deductibles. So really the the student just needs to to be thoughtful of what types of belongings they have with them, what type of limit they think might be appropriate. 
uh, obviously know their home address, know their school address, stuff like that. But it, it should be information that you, you have at the ready. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the questions we asked Bailey was if the if the student moves or, you know, maybe changes uh, residence halls or changes apartments, the coverage follows them, correct? Absolutely. Yes. The, the property coverage does. One one little difference there is we, we do offer a sidecar personal liability product as well. That That is specific to the location. But as far as the personal property coverage is concerned, it follows you everywhere, which is which is great. I mean, it take you, you can take the coverage home with you when you go home for uh, spring break, winter break. It travels with you if you study abroad for some reason, which might not be as as, as pressing of a need today. But, but certainly in the future, we we know that that value will be back where it has been historically. It travels with you if you move, and, and I think the the big piece of that with the environment today around pandemics and you know, schools maybe stopping and starting, going remote, the the coverage is there. If you buy if you buy the policy, uh, intending to be on campus, and for some reason you end up going home and doing remote learning for a period of time, or living off campus and doing remote learning, the, the coverage does travel with you where you go there. There's no need to go back and and give us a new address for the personal property coverage. It's it's going to be good with you uh, wherever you live. Yes, that's terrific. So, and I know one of the one of the things that the task force was looking for was the ability to offer it to employees and faculty of our institutions too. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to make sure that we we brought that up that that it is available. And I remember, I mean, specifically, a member of the task force is like, I I wanted to purchase it myself. I mean, just to protect my cell phone. So, I think, yeah. I mean, that's a really good example. I mean, we all carry around pretty pretty expensive smartphones Mm -hmm. and, you know, things happen. (laughs) So I think things things do happen. Yes. So I wanted to make sure we, we highlighted that. So the, the extra, the extra hundred thousand dollars that you alluded to, will you explain that again? Like how, how that works? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the program really started as a, as a personal property offering for students. That's, that's always been the focus of it. Over time, it's evolved a little bit. The, the the needs that we were hearing from a lot of our customers is they wanted some sort of uh, sidecar offering that would make the, the product function more like a true renter's pro- product. So with an HO4 renter's policy, you have a personal property side of the house as well as a, a personal liability side. And so so what we've done is, is created a, a personal liability only product that's, that's going to function like a renter's liability product would. Um, it's going to cover you for third-party um, bodily injury as well as third-party property damage that, that you could be held liable for as, as a result of your negligence. So everybody who comes to the site and evaluates personal property options after they go through the process of getting a personal property quote will be prompted with this optional coverage to, to add liability as well and kind of round round out the offering, make it function like a true renter's product. And, and it is a coverage. A lot of times students, if they're living off campus, will have a, a requirement to carry some sort of, of liability product as, as a requirement of their lease that they sign with their apartment complex. And, and this can be used to, to satisfy that. Yeah, that's great. Great to know. And I know one of the things that we we talked about were like high value items like bicycles, and musical instruments. Can you mm-hmm. can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. So there, there are some typical sublimits that apply to the, the program. Bicycles, it, it's, it's fairly inflexible and we have a $2,000 per occurrence limit on bicycles. 
We do have the ability to schedule other things, particularly high value musical instruments, jewelry. It's not always the best way to ensure a high value jewelry item, but we can do it. We just ask that at the end of the application process, you're prompted with the question of, do you have any items that you'd like to schedule? If you do, it's, it's a pretty straightforward process that guides you through how to get those scheduled, how to, to talk with our office through that, and, and we, we can provide some coverage there. Great. And I know Bailey talked about like the most typical limits, and I know I think the website's even programmed to default to like the one that's probably the most popular. And I mean, when I think about like my son is, you know, moving to his house near campus next week (laughs) and like how many belongings he's going to take, you know, it's kind of hard to think about, you know, how much that adds up. But I mean, a laptop's a few thousand dollars, cell phone, you know, worst case scenario. So what do you recommend is the most typical? So, so for most of our students, they, they end up buying somewhere in the five to $7,000 per occurrence range. You know, we see, we certainly see students buy coverage on, on either end of that, but I'd say the average tends to fall in the five to $7,000 range. I think that that that's going to cover really what you care about most that you're taking off to school with you. It's, it's the laptops, the tablets, the, a lot of small appliances and stuff like that. And, and most of the time, you're not going to run into a scenario where if you have a claim, it's, it's a large scale loss. Most of, most of what we see, it, it, frankly, is accidental damage to, a, to an individual belonging. So someone drops a cell phone and the screen cracks. Someone spills coffee on a laptop and ruins the laptop. You know, we do also cover theft and fire. So there, there could be events where everything in a, in a dorm room is stolen or everything in the dorm room is burned up. But for the most part, we, we seem to see people choose that five to $7,000 mark as a, a good watermark. Okay. And let me ask the, the obvious question. So, I mean, I obviously have, I have homeowner's insurance with in my own home and my son is going to uh, university. So what's the difference between this and the coverage that he would get from, from my homeowners? So there's a couple of, of main considerations on that. That's that's always the first question people ask is if I have homeowners coverage or if my parents have homeowners coverage, why why would I need this? And, and it's it's a good logical question. So the, the two considerations really are first off, the majority of claims that come in are accidental damage claims. Most homeowners policies are not going to cover those types of events. So I again I dropped my cell phone, I spilt liquid on my my laptop, I Drop some, drop something in the toilet. You know, we've had we've had, <laughs> had that happen a lot, shamefully. And 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 you're you're not going to see a lot of homeowners policies cover those types of claims. And the second is just the practicality of of filing that claim through through a, a homeowners policy. Typically, you're you're going to have uh, at a minimum a thousand dollar deductible typically on a homeowners policy. Some much higher than that. And so you, you find yourself asking the question: Are you going to be able to to recoup much from insurance proceeds if you um, damage your iPhone, if you damage your your laptop, you, you really need to have practical deductibles that are that are tailored towards this type of exposure as well. So that's where that's where this comes in. If you if you do aim to recoup some sort of insurance proceeds through through a, a claim for damaged property, you need to have deductibles that are in, in the twenty five, fifty, hundred dollar range to really make make it make a lot of sense. 
Yeah, and I, I wanted to just salute your team. I mean, who developed the website? Um, it's super easy to change. You know, you can you can get a quote so quickly. You know, based on the the different dollar amounts and the different deductible amounts, it makes it super super easy to see. You know, what you can afford, what your kind of threshold is. You know, how how much you really want your deductible to be. And so that's it's great that you don't have to put in much information <laughs> to get yeah. that quote. Yeah. So. So I wanted to bring that up so everybody knows how easy it is to use that site. Yeah, well, thank you. That's that's definitely one of the the main benefits that we're always trying trying to aim for is is usability. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we've covered most things here. We talked about you know things that are are covered: laptops, tablets, phones, textbooks, clothing. It's all good, and that we our members are our faculty and our administrative, our, our own members can purchase the program and everything's done on through the website, right? Everything is done through the website. It's, it's quote, it's bind, it's, it's policy issuance, payment, all, all done through the website. Very easy. Claims are also in, in, done through the website as well. So I think that's really the only thing we haven't covered is that we, we do handle the claims in-house. We, we function as an MGU facility. So if you file a claim, you're going to get a Gallagher adjuster from our team that's going to be contacting you and, and, and working with you through that process. So really specialized, dedicated to this niche coverage. So um, that's all done online, right? First, you have to pay with a credit card, right? At the time Correct. you purchase the site or the, the insurance, and then you can file a claim. But it's really important if you do have to get a police report, Correct. If there is a theft, yes, and, okay. and 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 you don't you don't necessarily need a police report for other types of, of perils, but but for a theft, that is that is one of the pieces of required documentation. And, and when you file the claim online, you're going you're going to be presented with options to describe what happened, what you know, what type of claim is it? Is it a theft? Is it a fire loss? Is it accidental damage? And that when that comes into our claims team, they'll actually know what to contact you about what what type of information to request from you and we'll walk you through that process so even if you have a theft claim and you don't know that you need to obtain a police report we'll we'll walk you through that process pretty quickly and we we really just say if you think you've had a claim go ahead and file it and we'll we'll help you know what types of information you need to get together gosh that's terrific well i'm really excited that we're offering this program to our members and excited to work with alex and your team there and Looking forward to really helping our members, our member students and, and faculty and staff. I mean, I think this is a, is a great product. I mean, I can't see any reason why I myself won't purchase it. <laughs> so, so you'll be you'll be seeing an application from us because I you know you do worry about these things and it's it's just great protection and it's it's very affordable. I mean, I think you know when you, when you see the cost, you're like, wow, you know, why wouldn't you do this? <laughs> really? Sure. Well, we thank you for that. We're excited about that that new business, Jenny, and uh, <laughs> and and we're we're excited to work with all all of the Army member institutions and and students. And you know, we're we're available here to to answer any questions. I'm sure there's a way to get our contact information out there, and and we'll be glad to field any sort of communication you have, any answer any questions you have, and and see if this is something that we can put out in front of your students. Awesome. Yeah, we will link to the site and to the contact information in the show notes today. So 
I just want to thank you again for being the guest on my program the week after you had a new baby. So thanks for that. I know it was some shuffling, but <laughs> it all worked oh. out in the end. And thanks for keeping us on time. We're just thrilled to offer this product to our members. So thank you, Alex. Well, thank you very much, Jenny, for having me. And, and like I said, we're, we're excited to serve and look forward to working with everyone. All right. I think that's going to be a wrap. This is it for Ermia Matters this time. The Ermia Matters podcast is brought to you by the University Risk Management and Insurance Association. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And while you're there, we'd appreciate if you'd give us a five-star review. And be sure to visit www.ermia.org. That's www.urmia.org to check out our wealth of online resources. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.